Hello, this is Diana Castro and you've tuned in to Leaders with a Mission. And if you are a parent, please raise your hand. Yes, you. If you're a parent, this show is entirely for you because I have someone you must meet. Her name is Lina Acosta and she's a psychotherapist, development expert, writer, and founder of Stop Parenting Alone, a parenting and education, social, emotional learning and consulting program in Miami, Florida. She is a human development expert for Telemundo and her mission is for all parents to fall in love with the parenting journey. So, hello, Senorita. Hello, hello, hello. Lina, I love having you here because we are all parents and we are not, it's not like you go to school to be a parent, right? It's not like you're like, okay, graduated parent. You're, it's like I tell my daughter, um, and if you're watching my love, like this is what I tell you. I was like, with my, my first daughter, she's 12 now, I say, I, I didn't go to school to be a mom. So I'm kind of learning with you what it is to do this. So give me some slack. I'm going to mess up. <laughs> so, and I'm just become a mom of a beautiful baby girl. So again, I'm like in the beginning stages. So it, this is like so cool to have you. So before we actually started rolling, you were talking to me about like the sleeping rhythms. Can we start from the beginning? Like talk to me <laughs> about like all this fun stuff because it's like, do you guys think this show's for you? Like, never mind. Like, let's, let's make it. <laughs> like, let's do it about like, I need help. Okay, so tell me all about it. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to tell you about why? No, we were talking about do? the sleeping rhythms when they're babies. Can you like go really quick on that stuff? Like when babies are what stages? Got it. Got okay. it. So um, when when babies are are newly newly in the world, right? They have there's no biorhythm, right? There's two things that our brain creates a biorhythm for how when we're hungry and when we're full and our sleep patterns every single human being on earth has a biorhythm that the time that you get sleepy and the time that you wake up when that develops officially in the human species is between four months and six months and that's the time that most parents make the big mistake of having an infant in an infant seat and they take them everywhere but when you do that, you're messing up the biorhythm. So then you're calling up my office and with your three-year-old, it's like, my three-year-old is not sleeping because you messed up that time. So I'm glad that I'm here and that your baby just turned four months because everybody, if you sacrifice doing naps at home between four to six months, year one, year two, and year three of sleep will be better. And also, by the way, it's, I'm going to say this directly to camera. It is an urban myth that babies sleep through the night completely. That's right. Babies wake up a couple of times a night, all the way until they're five years old, because every time there's a burst in development, there's always a regression in something that they've developed. So sleep and potty are the two things that regress. Awesome. And here's why I do what I do. The only way to manage fear is to get facts, right? Fear is not bad. Fear is not weak. Fear is just letting us know, hey, something's wrong. Something's off. And there's nothing like parenting to make you feel like everything's wrong. Yeah. Right? So why I do what I do is because I want parents to get the facts. So when a little person is waking up in the middle of the night, you could be like, oh, that's right. They're supposed to wake up, right? Not or, a big deal. Right. Or when a three-year-old drops down screaming bloody murder because you gave them beans and a blue plate, three major tantrums per hour, 
perfectly normal, right? So, or when your teenager looks at you and tells you, I really disagree with what you're saying, perfectly normal. It's right? part of it. And, and we want them to do that because that's what helps them become adults, helps them have autonomy, helps them question things when right. they're supposed to be questioned. Right. Even though sometimes we're not so much fun of it. Is <laughs> And we did it anyways when we were kids. I hope everyone remembers when they were young and, yeah. you know, and but, wild. But one more time, the the big the big emotion that we have to manage from the moment our children are born until they leave our home is our fear, mm. right? And and the fear is valid, right? Like whenever, when in anything else that you do in the world, are you handed something that may die if you don't make the right decisions, <laughs> right? Like talk about freak out moment. Right? Ah, yeah, it's like ticking bomb. That's like the definition <laughs> of trauma when you when you're living a life or death experience, right? You have this little tiny thing and you're like, what do I do with it, right? So I think that's that's why I do what I do. I I want parents to, parents and any adult that cares for children, because I, I also work with teachers, um, to understand that in their hands there's a citizen of the world. And what are you going to, what are you going to gift the world? Yes. I love that you're doing, and I love the name of your program or your brand, which is a Stop Parenting Along. Like, it's a, such a big warning, or like no warning. It's just this big permission to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's so inviting because for so long we may think that oh, it's this is my job and this is the only thing that I have to do. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about your practice. What do you do? Like what does it look like? Okay, so um, let me back up because stop parenting alone happened because of my own parenting journey, right? Prior to having my daughter 17 years ago, I was doing other things. You know, I was in Los Angeles. I had a book, like a bookkeeping company. I was acting. Um, and, um, and then I had my daughter and I did what all parents do, which is have a complete and utter like fear moment of like, what did I get myself into, right? But I also had that extra piece that some parents have, not all of them of like, I'm gonna mess her up, Mm. right? I had this complete and utter fear and I'm way crazier than most people, you know? So I went and I got a master's degree, right? To raise her. I mean, she was the, again, the catalyst, the catalyst for what I do today, right? So here I was, you know. What's the name of your daughter? Camila. Thank you, Camila. (laughs) Camila was in the inspiration, yes. So there I was, and I had this little tiny two-year-old at home, and here I was in all these, you know, living development classes and psychology classes, and and then I it dawned on me, I got, you know, I got I'm a Scorpio, so I got really mad. I'm like, wait, hold on. Why don't we tell parents this? Because I was seeing it in my house. Like I was seeing everything that we were being taught, and I was being taught about pathology, right? Depression and anxiety and drug addiction and, and you know, all the, all, the, all the possible mental health diagnoses that somebody can have. And then I take my, the child development class and they're like, oh, and this is how it happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why isn't anybody talking to parents about how to prevent it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, can I help somebody with anxiety? Most definitely, right? Can I help somebody with their addiction? Of course I can. I'm trained to do that. What if we can prevent but it? But why not prevent it, right? It's like, it's that this whole idea of like, 
if I'm at the bottom of a waterfall and bodies keep falling, I can help them at the bottom, but I'm the kind of person that wonders what's happening up there. So Stop Parenting Alone is exactly that. It's, it's, it was my response to, to being in my master's program, you know, the 30-year-old lady with a belly, because I also was pregnant with my son, with the 20-year-olds going, wait, let's do the prevention model. And then that, you know, that kind of like started the process. So what is Stop Parenting Alone? Um, I do a couple of things. I, one part of it is, like I said, I work with, I like to say I work with caregivers, right? Caregivers of, of children, right? Um, and um, I, with the parents, you can come see me and I'll sit with you for an hour and a half and we have a conversation and you tell me one, two, three, four, five, this is what's happening. And then I kind of break it up into this is development, this is you. <laughs> Let's own some of the stuff also. <laughs> this is what's going on for you. And this is how your child is triggering you and your past because our brain is, is an association machine, yeah. right? The num what our brain does most of the time is take things that have happened in the past to make sense of the present. Mm -hmm. So when you're raising your child and your child is five and they come home and they tell you that somebody didn't invite them to a party, the only other association that you have with that is when you were five. So all of a sudden, five-year-old you is gonna help five-year-old child. And if you're not awake and aware and understand that, you know, a five-year-old cannot help another five-year-old. So you have to kind of back it up and go, okay, hold on. I know, now use the information about how you felt that when somebody didn't invite you to a party, but now you have to give the extra developmental information because between five and eight, we're learning about the social world and social norms and social rules. And that's why one little person tells another little person, you're not coming to my party, right? So it's when I sit with you, we have that conversation, but I also talk about, okay, well, what happened to you when you were five? Because what ha what's happening to your baby is perfectly normal, but you're getting really triggered. Yeah. So let's, have a, let's have a conversation, correct? So we talk about development, we talk about you, and then we come up with a plan. Sometimes the plan is, you know what? I think that your family needs family therapy or something extra. So I refer to people that I know in the area. Um, and if you're in another, because it's true, I do telehealth. If you're in another state, then I help you find help you find the, that extra help. But if it's just development, then I have a membership model, right? So what's the membership model? Uh, it, there's different rates, right? But the basic one is you get me once a week. And I get on a Zoom call. I did Zoom be pre-2020. <laughs> I was like, I've been doing this. She's an OG. I'm like, I'm a Zoom OG. I've been doing this since 2016. Um, but, and then it's, again, it's that question. It's like, oh my God, my child, you know, dropped to the ground at Target because I didn't buy him a truck, right? How could I have handled it? So again, it's kind of like that hand-holding, right? I do that. It's like training on wheels for parents who just want to have ongoing support. Right. It's a child <laughs> development expert in your pocket. Yes. Right? So when you think, why did this happen? Why Why and why now? I or can how I, can I support this because I really don't know how I to handle I don't know this. how to handle it. Exactly. And then, and then there's, so I have that. And then the other part, which is really part of my work that I absolutely love is that I do social and emotional learning consulting in schools. So I, I walk a school campus, I, I walk into the, to the classrooms, 
And then I assist the teachers, you know, I, I help them kind of like, oh, because most of the time, you know, when you get your master's in education to become a teacher or when you do your 36 to I think it's between 36 to 100 hours to be a preschool teacher, they don't teach you social emotional development. Right. They just teach you how to be a teacher, how to be a teacher. So I do that as well. And that really fills my heart because that's the other world where children live. Yeah. So and it's where most of the time is because usually they, spend, they stay there for a They for a spend long time. so much time there. Yeah. So I, I work with several preschools and then I just recently wrote um, a social emotional learning curriculum book for Macmillan Education. And then that book is going to come out soon. Um, and um, spring 2023, and then that book will be sold in um, Asia, Latin America. Um, so the, what I actually do one-on-one -on -one in Miami, Florida, you know, somebody in, you know, Mexico City is going to be able to open a book, and there I am in writing. I love it. And, um, and that's what I want. I want those adults that are with these little souls to honor them and themselves. Because we all have that little tiny person inside of us that maybe somebody didn't handle us quite well. Gracefully. So to me, when I work with the adult, I'm helping more than one person. I'm helping the child, but I'm also helping the adult. Beautiful. So part of this show is asking you, what is your personal definition of leadership? <sighs> to be of service, to show up in love. And you know, a lot of people, when they, when they hear the word love, they get confused. They think Hollywood rom-com, you know? But love is understanding that we are all one. If, if you're not well, I'm not well, right? So a leader is somebody that knows and honors this. A leader is someone that understands that they're not above or below anyone. They're equal to. So my own personal, like my own personal, like North Star is to show up in truth in the service of love. Imagine if all of us, no matter where we were, would, would challenge ourselves to see the other with love, right? The, the, you know, the, the, the person at, at the Walgreens that we don't even compute, right? To see them as this other human with us. So to me, a leader knows themselves enough to be in peace and calm, but also is curious and wondering about what's happening to everyone and showing up with compassion, with love, and with truth. Because sometimes I have, for me, to love you, I must tell you the truth. Mm. And not in the way where it's like, ah, oh, you know, I just say it like it is. You know how <laughs> people do that? Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, I just say it like it is. That's not truth. Yeah. And that's not love, mm -hmm. you know? Truth is looking at a parent and saying, you know what? I, it was really hard that your daughter didn't get invited to the party, but there's a lot of pain inside of you. Mm -hmm. And I find that there's, few people that can do that yeah i don't know if i answered your question today yeah you totally answered the question <laughs> <laughs> and so and to close up i want to ask you what is um 
or what are the top two books that you would recommend to someone who's in this journey of parenting? Oof, two. Yeah, sorry, it's we're limited on time. Two, two, two. two. <laughs> um, okay. If you have a child under three, um, the best book to read is The Emotional Life of the Toddler. Okay. It's it's written by Alicia Lieberman. And, you know, she is, you know, one of the gurus of uh, early childhood, you know, psychology and, and development. And she always wrote for professionals, but she decided to write a book for parents. And it's, 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 it's such a beautiful, um, beautifully written book. You, you know that, that she loves these babies. Um, and uh, book number two. In today's day and age, there's a new book called Screenwise. Mm, I've heard about it. That, you get know, it. get it. Like, you know, that this idea that you you can keep children from screens is is silly. You know, this is this is the age that we're in, and it's hard for a lot of us because a lot of us were not we, yeah, we didn't not grow reality, up in yeah. this reality. And I, for her, also I loved what she's written. So currently, I would say. All parents should buy the Screenwise book. And, and I love it because she's not fear-mongering. A lot of parenting books, right? If you read a parenting book and it makes you scared, throw it away. This is not scary stuff. Either. No, your parenting, the book that you read on parenting should be a book that helps you feel calm. And empowered. Yes, because I'll leave you with this. Our children, no matter how old they are, even even us with our parents, we plug into the nervous system of our parent, right? So you have to imagine if you have two children, those two little people just plugged into your nervous system and your mood. Have you noticed when you're having a bad day, they have a bad day and they start doing challenging stuff? Yes, it's like, like why? Yeah, because they just plugged into you. Yes, right. So if you want the singular tip for parenting, it's like. Try to bring yourself back to center, right? Take that moment to just stop, find three tight spots, breathe, and then be with your child because they're plugging into you. So if you're chaotic, if you're joyful, right? And again, oh my God, Lena, that's horrible. I'm, a, I'm an anxious mess. Fine. If you're an anxious mess, you look at your little person and you say, you see that my face is changing and you see that I'm a little, you know, I'm not answering as quickly. Yeah, you know, mommy's a little bit cuckoo bananas today. And then now your little person doesn't have to take your mood personal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you do, for how you show up in the world, for how passionate I could see how like in tune and how much service. Like even when we sat down and you asked me about my baby, you were like, okay, like, you're you're such a teacher in you. There's such a teacher in you, and 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 I talked to someone who spoke highly of you today, Adriana <laughs> Foster, and she's like, she's my bestie. I like, I love her. She's a, a source of wisdom, and I could totally see how she could come up with this. So thank you so much. Thank you for, for having me. For thank being you so much. Here. Yes. Thank you. Uh, before we close, where can people find you? I am on Instagram and on Facebook uh, as at Stop Parenting Alone. If you want to follow me and my, 
you know, currently I'm uh, going to lose my child to college. Uh, so there you could follow me at, at Parenting Expert, also on Instagram. And then the website, stopparentingalone.com. Um, you can go to the blog. I, I'm all, you know, I'm constantly giving away information uh, because again, that's, that's what I want. That's what I do. Beautiful. And for those of you who would like to uh, make an impact in the world and amplify your message to reach more people and level up consciousness in this human experience, I want you to do two things. Number one, please check us out at leaderswithamission.com. And if you have a message to share with the world, apply to be a guest here in the podcast. And number two, please um, check us out at fordproductions.com where if you subscribe, you're going to receive all this content and information on how to amplify your message to serve from a place of alignment. And that's what we do. So I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.